0: Welcome to the Tech Channel podcast channel. Thank you for listening and subscribe through Apple Podcasts to continue listening, Spotify, or whichever service you're on. And thank you for listening. so what is new do you think what do you think is new well we'll get back to that later on but the other I, I'm need to talk about is just how iPads and phones this week have had a major fault and this um, so it's gone from very good week to. With updates, we're looking forward to the new features. Then all of a sudden, we get plagued with a bunch of bugs, which were which were fixed by Apple or, um, just today and yesterday with 13.1.1 for iPadOS and iOS. And we were also given many different issues. Okay, so let's get back to what's new before we get back to those issues. Okay, so what was new this week? And I'd say this is the biggest, you you can see this more in retrospect in the video, so you'll get to see it on the YouTube, and you'll be able to see more of the different features. You'll be able to see what's happening and more. But as you can see here, or listening, I mean, you can just hear what's new, it's harder to explain. but. So let's see, we got, so this week we got a whole addition to slide over, works easier, you got your your Apple keyboard on your iPad so you can now move it anywhere on the screen, make it smaller, make it bigger, and you can use, if you know what Swift key is, you can swipe around the screen and you can type it without lifting a finger. Sometimes it works, sometimes you still have to pick it up. But, It's okay, I'd say. And the keyboard, it works easily. We've also got some great new accessibility features for all users that that can't zoom in. You can always just say, zoom in, use more battery, but it works. Like, Lively, I've used it right now, like, and you just say, go to sleep. If you wanna make it go to sleep. And if you wanna wake it up, you just say "wake up," and um, you can use it for typing. You can use it for talking. You can use it pretty much all the time from different features through it. You can also work with new um, software and others. You can also see. You can also see um, just how how it works. Like you can think the keyboard it gets way easier to use bigger smaller your decision and we've got the new edition of dark mode so dark mode is a big thing not only on the iPads but also on the iPhones because it's been on Macs for two years it's been on Windows for since Windows 10 came out and even before that it was existed as mods and others and Linux has had it for as long as I can remember but um, dark mode is now, um, available standardly on the iPads and iPhones, and watches. Um, actually, sometimes the watches, some apps support on the watch, some don't. And that's the same thing on the, and that's the same on the I, iPad and iPhone. So, most, all Apple apps are supported pretty much with dark mode, with the exception of a couple, and more developers are adding support, so you, so you're expecting, your Google and Microsoft products are all gonna be ready in dark mode so if they already haven't if they haven't already been updated you'll see it because some of them are right now we're testing in beta and others and that's it's really intriguing just because not only is it good for your eyes because it, it is that it improves it to make sure you, that you are that you're sleeping better and, and it doesn't tire your eyes out as much, it doesn't keep you up. Um, it also saves battery life, especially on the X and the iPad Pro, And um, with uh, um, with not only the retina display, but you got the OLED display on the iPhone X, and the iPhone 11 Pro, Pro Max, and the OLED screen it. And it saves a whole bunch of battery, looks great too, and dark mode just helps us enable. Like it works. And what it does is it works well. So it's also been on Android for a long time. Sometimes some device support it, some wouldn't, and that's where Apple waited to perfect it because it needed to be perfected. Um because right now it's It's perfected and it works great on iOS. And it works great with the apps. And it also works so if you're in slide over, it still works just the same. And it works with ease. So you want to use it with your any of your apps. Pretty much all apps you can use it with. All devices support it. (laughs) All like and and it's, always, it's easy enough for the third party developers to add it to their apps when they're doing updates. So um, we're expecting more and more. And it's also easy, I'd say easy to use, easy to find things, and more. Um, we've also got. Um, we've also got with dark mode it also works so you can use so it works with every Apple app as you'll see in the videos later on and you can also in dark and you've also got the new slide over so the new slide over not only can you slide over as normal and have it anywhere on the screen which is better than it used to be slide over now also is available with iPadOS it's also available so it has its own Remember the app switcher on iPads and iPhones. Well now similar to the Macs in that it, it now has its own app switcher um just for slide over so you swipe up from when you're in slide over and it opens all your slide over apps and they and they don't close when you'll if they can close or open whatever you want them to. But they they are they don't close when the other apps are closed in the regular app switcher. So you have to go into slide over to close them, or if you restart the device. But usually it saves it for you if you wanted to. Um, and it's and I'd say it's really really easy to use. It's good, and I'd highly recommend it to anyone. Um. And the new iPadOS features also include, you also get the new, what's the best word for this? Uh, no, I'm just shaking my head to figure out what word to use is the best. Um, let's see, hmm, okay. The word that I would say is best for this situation would probably be intricate so the whole operating system or OS is now intricate intricate just how it works so it works more like a computer now so in accessibility so we, let's get to accessibility so accessibility is a big part of the new operating system so you got you can use a mouse with your iPad now you can use keyboards but the mouse is the really big part so with your mouse you can actually move around a mouse similar to Windows on your iPad or Mac OS and you can and you can really just use it. Like it, it works quickly, easily. Yes you have to buy it as an accessory, but it works. And what it does that it really benefits the device is it makes it easier to move your cursor. Because for if you used it on the keyboard it was better, but no one likes tapping to open and close the screen. So let's get back to it. So the new voice control is also part of accessibility. As we were talking about before, if you need to zoom in, you just say zoom in, zoom out, and it listens. And there's a voice control, so it listens for it, and you can turn it on and off at any time. Or you can get it to use its wait commands, as I said. And you can also so any pre, any app is supported by it. You can even tap on the screen by saying the getting it to tap on the screen. So most of it, pretty much everything. And It's more an accessibility issue. It's um accessibility program that Apple has made. So it's not specifically for the average user, but but we're still able to use it. And and it, these features, like even the cursor um it's good it's uh most people are going to use it and it's because it's easy it works and who wants to always tap on the screen be it that you're gonna you're always gonna want to tap on this like tapping on the screen sometimes it either doesn't pick up your finger it doesn't do this or that and that's when you really want it to so one one solution was before they buy the Apple Pencil, but it really wasn't a cursor; it was more of a drawing, and it and that's and that's what it sold us now. But the cursor is really what Apple said before: you can't merge an app a Mac and an iPad. Well, you can, and it should have been a long time ago when they were saying, "Well, an iPad will be a computer." No, it doesn't replace a computer, but we're getting closer to that point because of the new mouse. And that mouse will benefit users, um, doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter if you have an accessibility issue or not, you'll probably find some use to it. And and does that really surprise me? No, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it really just is beneficial. And what better than to use benefits? Like, I'm... And you can always enable it for accessibility settings. Same as excessive Touch. Lots of people have used it in the general world. Um, and just because it's, And that was br- put as an accessibility feature broadcasted or, like, previewed as an accessibility feature. But it really is more, um general usage also. So that's interesting, it's really interesting just how much you can do, it doesn't matter if you have an accessibility issue or not, and hopefully one day it will just be built in 100%, but for now you just have to go to the accessibility settings and go find it, but we'll show that later on. And the other cool thing that you can see, and that's, and let's just say in accessibility, with the other features is you can accessibility shortcuts now looks better and you can always access it still from from the home screen homes like the control control center on the ipad ipad or iphone and you can still access it anytime you can also um so let's get into files so everyone remembers that old files app that was released back in iOS 11, so it was was okay, it wasn't too good everyone remembers it, it kind of was ill made, like it only at first it only supported like very small amount of files very few programs, and it's gotten better, but this version really makes it um, worth it because more file unlike files are now starting to turn more like to regular file systems that you'd find on your Mac, on your Windows, Linux, because really besides that, or your Android. Android's had a file manager for years and that's an iPhone really could have used it a long time ago, but we never got it. And iOS 11, really the files, so it's gotten better now so now you're actually able to use external devices as you can also use with the mouses as we were talking about you can either so now you can use external drives with the iPad so there'll be a dongle we're waiting on to see what the dongle will look like how much it will cost but it'll be a dongle so you can actually or if your iPad is USB-C you can just plug the USB-C right into the iPad but Um, and that'll come right out of the box. Support will be enabled the second you you get through the update. What else you can do is, not only can you use a hard drive with the iPad, you can now use even more, you can do even more items. And it's it's really just interesting just what you can do. Like files, you can move files. Now you can share all your stuff through iCloud, right through the files app now and as i'm tapping you can hear a cursor right now i'm doing this just just show you and let you hear what the mouse would sound like, what that showing you that regular mouse's work and they're and they're good like and and the bluetooth mouses will be supported with the ipad and that external let's go back to the external drive so any drive that will be accessible um, that's on USB-C will be available out of the box, especially on the new iPads, which are released this year. You'll be able to use the new iPad sy- iPad system with the drives, um, and you'll be able to zip. Okay, so here's an interesting part, so now you can unzip files right on your iPhone, iPad, Yeah, so you can, yes, it has a built-in unzipper. Yes, that thing you might have paid for the App Store for, as an app, for years, and and you're just waiting for Apple to to make it um, standard on the iPad, so it'll be a first-party feature, work easier. And that's what we got. We got a unzipper, it's easy, you don't have to do much, it's done right for files and it can unzip any file. So and but here's the one thing about an unzipper that you always need is what's the point of having an unzipper if you don't have a downloads folder folder. Where are these where are these files gonna go? Well and that that's another thing that files is now available with and this safari. So Safari now will on an iPad and and on uh so also it'll be on an iPad or iPhone You'll actually be able to tap on the, it'll be on the left side, right on your search bar, and you'll be able to use it like a desktop browser. Yes, you heard me right, a desktop browser and iPad will have that as default. Um, That'll be default and it's very easy to use. And I, because I've tried it um, for a very long time, and I said, and it, yeah, you can do downloads right. Uh, in and in in this is the thing so in downloads folder is now built in so the second you start downloading you can either choose where to download it to or you just click download and then it downloads right to the device so you can access it right in the files app move it wherever you want in the second it downloads you just click the search from Safari and then it links you right to, into the files app to show you the file as well so you got multiple ways to find it Um, so I go on about files and files more and more, but here, but there's more things to do as well. So we went over many different features, we went over accessibility features, we went over files to see the new downloads, we went over a lot of items, but here's the thing that you're going to be intrigued the most about. So have you heard about Apple TV Plus or Apple Arcade? Let's get into the arcade first and then we'll get to Apple TV+. Plus. So, I don't know if you remember this or if if it's available right now for you, but um, in Canada and the US and many other countries, we've got the Apple News Plus subscription service, which you can subscribe to. So Apple is really bringing out new subscription services for everything, to make it easier for everyone and you get everything first party, it links with all your Apple devices, and you get the Apple link. And it's easy, I'd say. It, it's fairly easy to use, fairly easy to access on your Apple TV, on your iPad, Macs, and so on. But here's the intriguing part. you can, Yes, you can do all this, but why? why, what do you think really makes the iPads, and the subscription what do you think makes keeps on making those subscription services? Apple knowing how to do business. And that's where Apple Arcade comes in. So if you ever want to play video games on your iPhone, iPad or more, now you have a built-in all your there's a whole hundred apps a month you can download for free. All in app purchases free with the five bucks subscription service, you get all of the new Apple Arc, like Apple Arcade, you've got 100 apps catered by Apple. And this is, and this is not um, this is just from my opinion, it's all catered to the user. So you can so it's easy to use, catered. And not only is it catered, it also works so easily. So, you can download, you can download to play offline, you can play, and the one thing you people have probably always wanted to know is why um, you've always wanted to be able to use the app, um, an Xbox or Playstation remote of your phone, so sometimes we've used like a secondary method or something, but, but nowadays it is first party support, so you can now use an Xbox or Playstation remote right with your iphone or ipad and pair it for bluetooth settings just like you'd pair it to any to your windows or mac and it's really easy and it's built in right into bluetooth settings so that's that's the first part of it i'd say that's the first part and apple arcade as well it saves all your progress online in the cloud, so if you ever stop playing, um, stop playing, you can always go in, um, uh, go to another device, and all your, and all your save progress is there, you can download it on the other devices, or play it using the cloud on the Apple TV, 4K, or HD, and all those games are accessible, now with your PlayStation Remote on the Apple TV, it'll be on the Mac soon. Co- coinciding with the day of app uh, with the new um, Mac Mac dates, it'll also work with the new Mac OS Catalina, Apple TV, iPad, OS, I- iOS, and more. Um. So that's so we've covered more of just the iPad with that, and That's the first subscription service. $5.99 a month plus tax in Canada in the US. But it could be different in your region. But here's the interesting part. So we got all that region locked information. You get to know all of the service. There's a one-month trial that you can try it out, see how it works. Similar to how Apple does trials for all of its other subscriptions, yeah, Get to try it out. And it's not like a non-featured. It's a full featured trial, so you get to try out everything in that one trial. Um, and it saves all of it to the cloud for you. Um, second, you lose subscription, deletes all the apps off the device, because these games are also catered just for Apple Arcade. Okay, let's get to Apple TV Plus. That's releasing on November 1st. I'll repeat that. So, Apple TV Plus isn't it, is being released on November 1st. So Apple TV Plus is a new subscription service from Apple for your TV. So in it you'll actually have to um whole one so now you might have cut the, you might have been a cable cutter and you might see something that you like. So you might say, well I want to be a cord cutter. I don't want to use cable anymore. Well, now with Apple TV Plus you can subs- you can you can do that and then you can subscribe to all the things. Um, subscribe to what you want to watch so if there's a channel that you want to watch you can watch it on your iPhone iPad, Apple TV or more and you're just going to pay a subscription service fee and you'll get to access a whole bunch of services and it's easy and it's, and it's easy to use and it's good and you'll probably enjoy it as well it's also um um, um it's also easy to use on the go wherever you are and you can stream or download those content so it has all this, so it's a streaming service as well so it has all of your content and you can and you can watch them at any time um, and it also has its own, as always. What does a program always have to have? It has to have its exclusives. And it has one we're premiering right with it with Jennifer Aniston. And there's a couple others that are releasing at the same time. And that'll be the morning shows with Jennifer Aniston is in. You might remember for Friends or another TV show. And the other, thing about Apple TV plus is it connects all your media services in one so if you want the TSN app or more um, ESPN or other apps they all link to the Apple TV plus and as more more apps decide to pick up the API and, and focus on it the more devices will be connected to it and the better it'll work so that's all for that and that'll be available for $5.99 I think again um, and that's November 1st that it's releasing, um, so, you might have heard all those Apple products that I just released, well, Google, here, interesting enough, they have their own subscription services for movies, um, Google Play movies and TV, so if you want to check those out, they're also available, they've got, it's similar to Apple TV+, Plus where you can get all the channels you'd like, and it connects with the YouTube TV in the US, um, and it has all the regular cable channels that you'd want for a cheaper price. And it goes over the internet. Um, but here's one more thing that they offer, and I'll get into it itself in its own episode, is Stadia, which is a game streaming service. you they'll have AAA games such as NHL, um, Assassin's Creed, um, Doom, and, um, more games available, and it's a streaming service, so you'll play the games for the cloud on any of your devices. And um, right now, they have a Founder's Edition that you can purchase for a set for um, a set set, a set price. while well, supplies are lasting, um, and I'll talk about that more in another episode. But here's what's interesting <laughs> as well. So. Um, okay, so we'll get back to the Apple. So we got through both of the subscription services, and we got through all that content. So you can always um, pause that, reload it, and we'll um, listen to it, watch it, whatever you want to do. And that's available um, at your fingertips after you see it for the first time on your device. You'll also see new. Um, with Apple TV, you'll also see a new whole UI, um, like the iPad iPadOS, you get a new AirDrop menu. It's okay, but it's hard to get used to. But uh, yeah, dark mode is so easy to enable. You can o- enable it from anywhere or automatically and it does save your battery as well. And finally, we'll get down to um, other app changes. So we went through that. Podcast stays the same. That's great for us. With the Apple Podcasts, if you use it for the tech channel, you can also listen in for there. Apple Notes doesn't really change, kind of does a little bit. Voice Memos just works better with iCloud. Apple Maps, now that's an interesting one. So they have this new um, feature. So if you. San Francisco is um just near at where Apple's situated because they're in um, Cupertino, California. But yeah, San Francisco, San Francisco. It's um, one of the locations. Just give me one second. San Francisco okay yeah no I was just repeating to it to uh, look it up for me okay so now it's a look ahead so I don't know if you know what Google Street View is but Apple has just created its own version of Street View so it'll be available in many different cities like I'm looking at San Francisco right now I can see the whole city it's I it's one thing you'll probably like is, but it's only available in limited cities, but it's way smoother than Google Street View, way easier to use, I'm just looking at it now, I haven't really, I've played around for a little bit, but over my experience, it's been just easier, um, just easier to use than Google Street View for Google Maps, um, it looks like it's one of the better things that just got put into Google, to Apple Maps, because, a couple a while ago, I would have said, "No, no, go try um, Apple. Um, go try Google Maps." And really, um, this program it just has what you need it to do. So it's easy. I'm, I can view the whole city. Images are clearer, and it's just easy to use. And you can it's all stereoscopy, it, and you can look at the street view and or look ahead, and you can look wherever you are you can also just go to move it around around the whole city and you can pick a spot and then just look at it through this look ahead so it's somewhere to street view but it works easier and it looks better it's better quality and um so that's the basis of the apple apple maps and it's in dark mode now it's but it's a, it's a big improvement over the last edition. And photos, yeah, um, the new photos, it, it does it in years, months, days, in all photos. So it organizes it in a whole new way. That looks tremendously easy. And I don't know if you know about Find My iPhone. So let's now rebrand it. So Find My Friends and Find My iPhone no longer exist. So now it's called Find My. It combines both apps and it. And in the Find My app, you can actually see um, all your devices, and now it no longer requires Wi-Fi or cell now you can use Bluetooth, so it uses other devices, Apple devices, doesn't matter if they're yours or not, it taps them off that Bluetooth single signal, and then it sends it off to Apple to tell you which location it's at, and that's called offline tracking, and it's available when, once you update. And that'll work later on with the Apple tags, which Apple said is currently in development and with. Okay, and finally we'll just get through and but um and the Apple TV app itself, it looks a little different. The logo changes now. The Apple TV app is um the logo of the app is just white now. And Find My, as we know, we got you have to get a new icon because it's a brand new app and Siri Shortcuts gets some new automation, so it works well, and easily, and, um, yeah, so iPadOS, highly, highly recommended now, but it did start with not a rocky, it did, it did have a rocky start, um, before, but it works well now, and I'd highly recommend you to start using it, okay, so that's, so now we're done talking about it, So let's see the issues that we were having earlier this week. So the issues that were beginning were actually, um, so it was a keyboard issue. So and Apple has since fixed it, but the problem was, so third party people that were creating third party keyboards were actually giving, given permission for some reason they can access full access to the keyboards, which usually a user has to give permission to that company to do it. But it was automatically being um, given access if you enabled it or not, and 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 you couldn't stop it. So so Apple said, do not update if you have a third-party keyboard or on or uninstall before you go because it records, it sends all your data to that company in that keyboard. But it works easy enough. But it works easy enough and easy for what you want to do so um yeah it's um good and um yeah you should really try it out and just see how it works but um yeah so now it works better and apple as always they love privacy so they've so they've fixed that issue and it works easily um well that is all for today so um as um yeah, so that, that's a wrap up and um, yeah, so you get a lot of features, I'd say. Okay. Well, you probably liked all of the idea. If you have any questions, um, just go in and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got a whole wrap up of new features and and um, Apple Notes. It does get a little bit of improvements. Okay. Sorry, I had forgotten one other item that I was just addressing. So um one other issue that there was that was really important I didn't realize before I was looking at it was there was major battery drain so now those are also fixed and apple has returned to regular battery life so if you update you're fine there's no um battery issues anymore so that's all fixed and it's ready for you with 13.1.1 so that will fix fixes all the bugs and it works well okay and that was all that was all i was trying to address okay For listening, and make sure to subscribe using Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever service you're using as well. Tune in at any time to find out our new podcast episodes and more. Thank you for listening, and have a great, great day, night, or even any time of day. We're available 24 7 every day of the week. Thank you.